This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing. But to myself, that goes without saying. But what dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, It's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. So see McDonald's.com for full details. Good evening and welcome to the Alan Vale podcast. We are back after a week a week's holiday. Um so Hope you hope you didn't miss the uh, the preview of the Charlton game too much. Um, but yeah, we're we're back, joined by Bez from um which which Linton Travel Tavern are you in this week? I'm in Teesside, Stockton Teesside. on Tees, Stockton on Tees. So last night I was in Hartlepool. I'm not far from Hartlepool tonight. So yeah, oh. I'm doing a, a tour of the northeast this week, and I'm gutted we missed the preview last week, Johnny. Why? I was going to predict three two Charlton. Were you? Yeah. Uh, well, I actually put in the group, didn't I? Planted score his first goal, but like that obviously didn't tear. So, yep. you know, what Never can we mind. say? Never what can mind. we say? Well, yeah, we're also joined by Junior Carpetero himself, Tom. How are you doing, Tom? <laughs> I'm all right, boys. How are you? All right. Are we well? Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm good. Senior Carpetero thoughts going out to you. Get well soon. Yeah, he's 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 on the men now. He'll be happy he's got a shout out to be fair. Yeah. Um yeah, but thank you for everyone for the messages last couple of days and whatnot. Um but yeah, he's on the men now. He's up and about again. So, I'm gonna make a bet with senior carpet hero now. <laughs> I bet when he comes home, if they take him home in an ambulance with blue lights on, he still can't beat the time he'd do on his own. Oh god, no, no, he'd uh yeah, he'd, plus he'd, he'd try and tell him he knows a shortcut or something and, <laughs> and across a field in an ambulance. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he is potentially the fastest driver I've ever seen in the world. Yeah. Puts Lewis so, Hamilton to shame, doesn't he? I was just Wait. going to say, I heard Lewis Hamilton shit out of a race with him. 
But he tells yeah. me, he always tells me not to mention that because he thinks that there's going to be a copper listening and he's going to end up with some points. <laughs> we have got a couple of coppers listening. Yeah, well, we have. It, and, um, it, and I'll be honest, it's not like he drives about inconspicuously. Either, is it? it's... <laughs> As I say, his name's plastered all over the <laughs> It's all right. I'm, 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 sure, I'm sure if Granger pulls him over, um, he'll, let, he'll let him off. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Not Give that Granger second. does stuff like that, Johnny. No, no, no. He's a full board, obviously. <laughs> there you in go. Yeah, just in case listening. Yeah, in case his boss is listening, or always listening at work in front of people. He's a stand-up guy. <laughs> but yeah, another, 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 what, five days since, yeah, five days since the Charlton defeat. So, Tom, how, how, how do you feel after that one? We obviously didn't speak to you then. I think I was, I was very much... Pissed. Similar, similar to no. Do you know what? It was almost like it was, it was too far to be pissed. <laughs> the day started so early. I mean, I was at petrol station at quarter past four because we were bored. Quarter past four in the morning, just you know, filling up my van before I went to Beersham. We were in Beersham for quarter to six, um, so it becomes a long day. Um, but no, I was very similar to you boys. Uh, the game. Was first half particularly shite. Um, second half was a little bit better. I thought we we matched we matched them to an extent, but I still think they had a lot more firepower going forward. They they, they went through as like hot knife through butter a few times. Um, so not a great day game wise. Uh, obviously, I was I was of a relief that the MK Dons fixture. Went for us, but I was a bit, a bit against the celebrating side of things, um, because of the fact that we were mid-table at Christmas. And yeah, I get it. You, you know, you, you you have to deal with the hand you've been dealt. Um, but yeah, that wasn't the way I wanted us to kind of finish. Like, not finish the season because obviously we've got Sunday, but I didn't want us to stay up on keep losing games. Um, but you know it's done with. We're safe. Um, I spoke spoke to a few people since, and quite frankly, I'm I'm glad of it. Get Sunday out of the way, and then just have a little bit of a breather from it. And you know, obviously, I know there's going to be the um, the retain list, um, but then once that's out of the way, then you've probably got three weeks before people start signing. Um, yeah, so you've yeah, got that's out of the way, aren't you? Yeah, yes. just, just, just get get your holidays and get your rest in, and just you know, train maybe feel a bit more positive about it because it's been a hard, it's been a difficult last six months. Yeah, I think that's the best way to sum it up, isn't it? It's been a difficult six months. And we've we've rode that crest of the wave for probably 18 months and then it's kind of a back down to earth with a bang this last few has. So it'll be quite interesting. So I said to you both before, I've got a question for you. Oh, way up. So, well, seeing online and everything, everyone's convinced that Crosby's getting the job. 
everyone everyone's convinced Crosby's getting the job. So my question to you both was, if the club were that set on Crosby getting the job, wouldn't it have made more sense for them to just go and rip the band like rip the plaster off almost and say, Clark's gone, Crosby's your new manager on a two-year deal, and then have that over and done with? Or was survival a key thing for him to get the role? Tom, I'm going to do you first. Uh, I don't agree that he's going to be the next next manager, and I I think it's I think it's the cynical side of Vale fans because we've had it for so long. Um, where you know we've had a manager, they've gone, their assistants got it, and it happened. Bloody hell, it happened for probably 20-odd years. I think it was only, you know, Horton left. His, his coach was Foyle. Foyle took it. He left. Dean Glover took it. Or Sinnott. Then Dean Glover took Sinnott's job. And and it's all it's always happened with the Vale where I'm, I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt that the club will get this right and appoint a point of a manager and I get I, and this isn't a dig at Crosby this isn't a dig at Crosby because I've already been told he's a fantastic coach um, so that's great but there's there's more to it than just being a fantastic coach um, and well you know appointment wise you know nobody saw the Daryl Clark one coming Everyone thought we would we go for the cheap option then. Um, we didn't. We went and paid compensation. We got a manager who took us up. We've got to give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt that they're going to go out and find the next decent manager for us. Um, I might eat my words in twelve months if we, you know, if we're twelfth in the league with Andy Crosby in charge. Then for me, he's done a good job. Well, done a great job. Um, but yeah, I I don't think that he will be our next new manager. I disagree. I I think he will, and that's nothing I've heard, nothing I know. I just I think he's lined up to be the next manager. I think he took the assistant manager's job to be in a position to be the next manager because he wants to move into that front line. Um, I believe Johnny they shouldn't have given it him when they sacked Clark because had we have lost them four games and gone down. They'd have to sack him because fans would have been calling for it, especially if there'd have been no uptick in performance. So I do think the four games were a little bit of a trial and error. I think if we'd have played as we did against Ipswich and then it's home to Bristol Rovers against Charlton, more fans would be on board. That Charlton performance has put real doubt in my mind. However, if it is going to be Andy Crosby, they need to come out and say now, now that we're safe, and say it is Andy Crosby. So fans know that we're planning for next season with a manager, because I think that will help take some of the stick away from Flickcroft of how do you plan without a manager? How do you know if a manager can fancy a player? And I don't want here in three, four weeks' time when nobody's signed and nothing, or we've had to delay it because we were searching for a manager. If we weren't having Andy Crosby, that search should have already started by now, and we should have a manager in place next week. 
Stewart should have started regardless of whether we were having Andy Crosby. You never well, know who's going sure. to apply for the job, really, do you? But in Carol's interview on Radio Stoke, she said, all focuses on the next four games. We aren't going to start searching until the end of the season. Oh, I thought they just said they weren't going to appoint until the end of the season. I don't know. Hopefully, appoint, appoint, searching and appoint. No manager's going for an interview now, wanting to get it before the end of the season. No, of course they're not. Unless you're Sam Allardyce, because he's as good as Pep Guardiola and you. But we're not. We're also not in that situation where, as if you're if you're if 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 you're told with four games left, you you'll get the job next season. And there's a chance that you'll be in the division below. You're going to want to go in there straight away now and stop yourself going down and back yourself, yes. aren't you? Yeah. That's, I don't want be. We're in a different situation now where we're safe. We can. Yeah. I don't want to be at the end of the May still going, fail, I haven't got to manage it. No, I don't. And obviously, but I also, it, does it make me think? If we get to that point, it's not Andy Crosby, let's be honest. Yeah, and it also, if we get to the end of May, it makes me think that it's not somebody out of work. Yeah, there is that. There is that. And because obviously, as... then you've got it given someone a holiday, haven't you? Yeah, and let's be honest, we don't know everything that goes on behind the scenes. If it is get to the end of the May, they could know who the new manager is going to be, and he could have had input into the transfers. Because I think the biggest thing for me now is we can't be start signing players without a manager. Because the last few times we have, fans have started getting arsey, like fancy giving Jake Taylor a four-year contract when you haven't got a manager. Let's be honest, at that point in time, we'd all give Jake Taylor a four-year contract. No one was, but because there was no manager, it gives fans another stick to go and hit the club with. And some fans really want to hit the stick, hit the club with a stick at the moment. So let's get it right. Let's get the manager and then let's plan for next season properly. I think, um, what was I going to say then? I've completely lost my trail of thought now. I've bought it in. <laughs> Oh, Go on, Johnny, your yeah. Well, the the thing that makes me think that it wasn't is like like you have. I think when the Smithy and Plant Plant deal were announced, that would have made perfect sense then to give Crosby the job. Just like just if it's gonna be Crosby, what I do think is that there's a lot of clubs that have just lost the managers now, and that's narrowed narrowed that pool down. As Swindon have lost the manager, haven't they? Walsall have, and there's probably going to be a couple or others between from the end of the season. Like if Mansfield or Bradford colossally fuck this up, one of them's you've got to say that one, if not both, will be out of a job at the end of the season. Um, so does that make it a bit more difficult for us? That's that's my only concern is that. <sighs> Hopefully, we've approached the person we want. We've we've done what we need to, and it's it's underway. If it is to be Crosby, then just just announce it. Just tell us. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think there's going to be too many people being overly excited by it. I've seen a couple of people. Excited do you, do, you, do you think that if if say you got to a short list of four? Yeah, and now I don't know if this happens or not, Johnny. You probably have a better idea whether this happens or not than me. Um, would they potentially say to that shortlist, "This is the squad. This is who's out of contract. Is there anybody on that list that, if you were given the job, you'd want to work with and you'd want us to re-sign?" 
because if you think about it, I think there's, there's, there's three players, I would say, definite, that people want us to sign. And then there's Smithy and Planty, who for me, Smithy plays for any manager we bring in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and your other three players would be was uh, Garrity Pet. See, so I, if, I, if all four had said, say if all four on your shortlist had said, I'd have them five, you're not worried about offering contracts to them then because all four managers have said, I'd want them in my dressing room because they, all of them fit, can fit into my style of play. For, for me, I think you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be concerned about offering Pat Garrity, Willow, and um, was a contract because I think any manager that we bring in is going to look at them four and think they've got something to add. I don't think I don't think there's going to be many managers that look at it and go, do you know what? Ben Garrett is absolutely shy, so we're not going to keep him, for example. Yeah, it's, I think that's, they are they are our best players, aren't they? They're our best yeah. players because everyone can see it. It's not going to be. I, think the I don't know. That, I just wonder. Yeah, it, it always it always makes me wonder if you've got, you know, say a, it's a, just for just for argument's sake because I know he played under him. Say we brought Danny Cowley in, would Danny Cowley want to work with Tom Pet? You know, I I, I assume they end, ended on good terms, hmm. but say they didn't. And Danny Cowell is coming in and he says, you fucking offered him two years because I'm going to come in and he's going to go straight in my reserves. He don't play for me again. I'm sure, Tom, any manager that came for an interview, if interviews have happened, and we don't know if they have or not, but any manager that comes for an interview, same as any job you go to, what can you bring to the job? They will have looked at the Vale squad and they should be coming in since we going, that squad you've got there, play it X, Y, and Z. I'm not going to name players because it's unfair. I won't chuck anyone under the bus. Play it X, Y, and Z, a definite, I would love to have them working for me. And they're the sort of players that you can build a squad around. However, I look at your squad and you've got player Y, Z, and X. Um, player X, the winger that you signed from Wigan's dog shit. I don't want him. And other ones. Is that just, Surely, is that just you know... Not naming, not naming well, anyone, but... Theoretical, Dennis. That's theoretical what someone could say. I'm not naming any players. I said I wouldn't name any players. So I haven't named any players. But someone coming in, they'd have an idea of the squad, wouldn't they? And they'd talk about the squad in an interview. Surely they would. But yeah. yeah, because Cowley's, for example, like you've just mentioned, Tom, um, they, they sold Alice from Portsmouth. To, to Fleetwood, he? yeah. Oh, I didn't realise he was there at the same time as him. Yeah, yeah. So that that would be one of them things of, well, would would they be looking at going? Well, we've worked with him before. One of the things that was said in the the interview when he went was he'd come off the back of an injury hit season and he wasn't going to get another contract at Portsmouth, so they let him go twelve months early, basically. So does that affect the thinking? And does because we assume that Harrison's under contract. I think Crosby's interview this week pretty much confirms that. I, yeah. I, I think I think I I think he's got another year. Yeah. And that, that's it. So we'd assume that. So I think I'm not too concerned about any of the players that we'd potentially be offering contracts to. 
I think it's more the players that we've got under contract that might cause more of an issue to some managers. Um, and that's 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 solely because of formation, identity, sort of what how, how do how do we do it? For example, we know that McCann's been spoke about by people he plays four three three. We know that the Cowley's like four four two, don't we? And let's be honest, we haven't got a fullback in the squad. So that's that that's four potential signings that they need to make unless Dan Jones is going to be an auxiliary one and Cass is going to be an auxiliary one. And then we're talking about square pegs, round holes again, aren't we? Um, so I, I do think that this is where Flitcroft earns his money um, for his six hours a week that he works, um, or however long it is now, this time around for 500k a year. Because <laughs> that's what it feels every time someone talks about him. He, he earns more for doing less. But this is the one for me. This is where he earns the money. He He finds the right manager. I would say that We'll we're set up for three at the back. So the next manager coming is probably going to be working on that philosophy. Um, you can tweak it however you want, but I, th- I think that's what needs to happen because then you you build you you build your club upwards in that way, and managers come and go. Because all all that could happen is that you Corky could have moved on and gone to a better club. And halfway through the season, and we can't turn around and go, oh, we've got to rip up the rip up everything that's done as well, and start from scratch with a new manager playing differently. So I do, I do think that part part of it is that there's going to be this this ethos that runs through of it's a th- we're three at the backside. Um, now whether that's whether that's proven to be right or wrong, we'll find out. But I think it'd be difficult to keep chopping and changing that, but. It would be nice to see us change it when it needs to. I think that's one of the biggest things that's frustrated me about Clark and Crosby because Crosby during the, the nine or ten that he was manager last year and during these three, we've stuck with three four three quite quite rigidly. And it just it's just not the formation for me. I don't I don't enjoy it. No, I don't. I think we get overrun in midfield with that. We haven't got to a Barry Bannon and, you know, a Finnessy's who can play in midfield and run the show with two men. We need three in there for me. Yeah, we, we do. And I think that, that that's the big thing. Um and my second my second question for you both then. Oh, on the you, you didn't tell us you were having two. I've got two, yeah. It's oh. bugger all I'll talk about, so yeah. that's as well. <laughs> but are you are you bothered who the manager is in terms of for you attending games? Uh, not not for attending games. I'll go. I'll go. Whoever um, it might depend who it is. I, I think. What do you know? What I really don't want. Is I really don't want someone who I dislike, um, because I'd find it really difficult to enjoy what I'm watching until they'd have to work me round. Then I think that's uh, you know, say we appointed Steve Evans. Uh. 
Yeah. Well, that says enough, doesn't it? I, I, I can't stand that blob. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, if it was a pointy veil manager, I'd still go and watch, you know, because knowing my luck, you'd get us playing and we'd be top of League One. And then, you know, maybe shithouser is working. Maybe if it's working in my favour, I'm probably going to enjoy it. Um, but it'd never stop me going. No, I'm the same as you, Tom. Season tickets already brought. I did that weeks and weeks and weeks ago, even before we knew we were League One. I'd be going whoever the manager is, whatever league we're in, whatever level we're playing at, veil through and through. And your die, your diehards are going to, aren't they? And let's be honest, we wouldn't be recording a podcast if we weren't diehards. Yeah, I was just, I've seen some comments about it. Yeah, they're well. diehards. Some people say they wouldn't go because X is manager, unless they've had a personal experience with them where, I'll be careful what I say, I was going to say something else then. Unless you've had a personal experience where that person has really <laughs> they don't like them as a person, then I don't get it. You support your football club and managers, chair people, players are there for a short period of time of a football club. Fans are there forever. So, okay, you just said that. I nearly brought a it- tear to my own eye then. I know, yeah. You've just, but you've just said that. It's announced tomorrow, Flickcroft's the new manager. I'll still go and support him. Still go. Everybody knows I've met Flickcroft a couple of times and he didn't come across as a nice person to me and actually wasn't very, wasn't very nice to me. I won't go into it, but it was a bit of an arsehole. I'd still go and support the club. And I'd support him while he was Vale manager. Well, I, was, I was about to ask, what would it take for seeing Dave Flickcroft's Black and White Army? A personal apology. <laughs> uh, don't you know this is Danny Bazazale of Vale? <laughs> a, per- a personal apology for the way he spoke to me. I think if he, if he was, it's one of them things, isn't it? But I think does if he's if he's not got people on board from day one, and it's very rare this happens. Sometimes people are very underwhelmed with who they point, but it's very rare people have got an already, you know, in their heads have got a dislike for someone. Um, and I think you shoot yourself in the foot straight away from that. Yeah, and let's because go. because then you know one game into the season, if you're one nil down, the people will be saying, "Oh bloody crap, this is the kind of football we're going to have all season. We might as well shock him now." And let's be honest, he's not going to be manager because, as you've said, John, he's not going to give up his six-hour-a-week job on half a million pound a year to become a full-time manager. Oh, exactly. I heard it was three days a week for a million pound. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it's told. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> but, obviously, I'd still get behind him. My view, a good manager, and, yes, different managerial styles work, but, for me, a good manager galvanises players to get the best out of them and gets them on board, especially this day and age. I think 20, 30 years ago, you could run with an iron fist and that's how managers were. Is there examples of modern day managers that run with an iron fist and still get results? Yes, Steve Evans is one of them. But I think in general, managers shouldn't have to be people, people that can get the best out of everyone and galvanise people. I don't see Dave Flickcroft as that man from when I had met him. And when you listen to people on Under the Cosh who've played for him, they don't say he can do that. Do you know, now, I don't think players nowadays, especially your younger ones, respond to an iron fist anymore. I think, I think, you, you, yeah, like you just said, Bez, you've got your two types of managers. 
But I think you, your harder, your iron fist managers, they're more suited now to a one-season success. Yeah. If it doesn't go right, then the wheels start to come off and they get sacked. Yeah. But then you wouldn't hesitate to bring them in with 10 games to go. No, Neil to Warnock. Keep, keep, keep you in the division. Whereas your your arms around you, you know, your, your Eddie Howes, they, they seem to be your longer, they're your five-year plan managers. Yeah, I'm with you're you. Because they don't lose the players because they're very pally-pally. You know, they, if they start losing games, it's because they're getting something wrong. I don't think it's because they lose dressing rooms. Yeah. Just yeah. not good enough. Yeah, um, Johnny, to answer you, I'd still go with Flickcroft with Manja Corsa would. But yeah. Fair enough. It was, like, it, was, it was one of the things that I just sprung to mind when we were talking. Because yeah. I say, what's, what, what, what's has happened this week? Yeah, a football club's yeah. for life, not just for Christmas. Yeah, I think so. I say, there's, there's been a lot of activity online um, and stuff. There's been people been saying bits and bobs. Um, so, yeah. yeah I'll tell I you, said on here, I'll tell you I'm what. I'm sorry. What I was going to say is it has deflected certainly this week because this week is when it normally starts to crop up is uh, when's the new kit coming out <laughs> um, why aren't we wearing it on the last game of the season I mean if we fucking come out in that kit if they come out in the new kit on Sunday now <laughs> 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 um, but it'd be interesting it's safe to say we won't be yeah it's going to be quite interesting as obviously because because I think we're all under the assumption that Aria are going yes um, so we're going to have a complete new manufacturer. Uh, so we'll see if we can get shit on time and and whatnot. But uh, the the area kits have been have been some of my favourites. The last, especially the last few years and whatnot. So fair play with them. It's just been stock issues, I think, hasn't it? But um, I, I do enjoy I do enjoy a new kit. Yeah, and Paddy's been designing them, and obviously. He'll still be designing it, or has already designed it. Away kit colour preference, gents. I've heard on the grapevine we're going red and white stripes. <laughs> I've heard you the twat. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not news. <laughs> um, I was just about to say, that, that's, that's, that's not news. That. <laughs> that's common knowledge, isn't it? <laughs> um, I'd like us to go back to you. Yellow slash gold. Yellow. I think yellow for me. I fancy a yellow awake at this time. What are you getting, Johnny? And that's not because I know anything, by the way. You've just asked me what I fancy. Um, I'm going a bit left field. Oh. And uh, a green one. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> that's where I was going. I was going to go there. I was going to go with a green. But I'll I be honest, like I don't know what kind of green. Yeah, I don't like green kits. I'd be more more towards maybe a, a turquoise green. Was it Wolves? Did they have one? A couple of seasons yeah, back. Maybe a turquoise. For me, um, and you might think I'm chatting bollocks here. You probably will, because I normally am. <laughs> a green kit played on green grass, your players aren't as visual for other players' teammates to see him to pass to. Yeah, but the grass isn't six foot tall. Yeah, but still, you look, you're looking at someone in the distance, and the grass is there. It's not like Sir Alex now, because in the hey. 
his grey kit. Yeah, when they were three 0 down at Southampton. Yeah, all, all that 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 bloody grey kit. Yeah, no, I, I honestly think green kits. You can't pick your players out as easy as a different colour on green grass. Is it? Is it? I I I feel like I've seen a, an article on this, and I think was it red. Is the one the eye catches the most, but we're not having a red kit, so we'll just no. have to let that ship ship sail. Um, for you to say. Let that uh, got me, Easy got, for you to got me teeth in a model. And you um, leave all Steve alone. <laughs> what? Oh. What about his teeth? Well. Uh, I, I mean, I can't talk about anybody's teeth, can I? Really? Let's face it. Then the people in glass houses shouldn't throw stick. Well. To quote the great Daryl Clark, he's playing glass out, he shouldn't throw stones. <laughs> um, for those who don't know what Tom's referencing there, it was Daryl Clark's LinkedIn post after he got sacked from Vale. Yeah. And people aren't going to know what you're referencing because you've been sworn to secrecy not to tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> or n- at least not show anyone. <laughs> To know what you're about. So if you want to see what he's on about, get in Bez's DMs tonight. <laughs> oh, <thank you. laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I assume we'll have the three kits again. I think that's pretty normal now, isn't it? So I probably would. I, I do like. I do like. I remember the yellow, like a bright yellow. Yeah, that's what I'm. Like it was it the Sondico? One we had the yeah. season we went up last time. That was very plain. Obviously, I'd like probably a little bit more going on. Um, but, but yeah, that's and have a different keeper strip to the home top. That baffled me. Seemed lazy that did. Fair enough. Fair enough. Suppose um, suppose that's where we're at this week. Very, yeah. very, 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 very small one. Um, well. I've been away for work. You have? Which means I've been sitting me. Oh, you've been sitting Yeah, Yeah, I went Tuesday, I went. Okay. Went and watched the new George Foreman film. Was, Not, did you talk, talk about his lean, mean, fat-reducing fat grilling machine? Well, when I told my dad I'd been seeing a George Foreman film, my dad said I didn't realise he was acting now. I said, That's... no, it's, it's a film based on George Foreman's life. Unfortunately, that, that that's such a you joke. It's... No, he wasn't joking. He was being serious. <laughs> he wasn't joking. He thought I'd been watching a film where George Foreman was acting. <laughs> when I said I'd been watching a George Foreman film. Okay. So, no, it's a film based on George Foreman's life. Absolutely fantastic. Probably the best film I've seen this year. Definitely worth going and watching. Honestly. To be fair, you've walked out of every other film you've watched. Not you? every other. <laughs> the last one I went watched before that was The Evil Dead, and that was good. Enjoyed just, that. Just good. Uh, better than good. But this George Foreman was really, really good. Really enjoyed it. At times it brings a tear to your eye. At times it makes you laugh. A roller coaster of emotions. That's my film review for the week. Yes. Yeah. So, so, you're, you're sounds fun. like Toy Story 4 for me, that does. That was a roller coaster of emotions to be fair. Was a friggin'. Yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah, it was. It was. So, 
Yeah. Are, are we? How are we? How are we with regards to the weekend? Are we just uh, about twenty-four hours away? Oh, are we just a kind of, you know, let it happen? Is it okay? Here we go. Here's a little question for you. I think there's five left who can go in there. Who are yeah. you for that want to go down? Right, let's go. Obviously, apart from Macrington and Forest Green, because they've already gone. MK Dons, and I want them to keep going down until they go out of business. Yeah, yeah. okay. I'm with you there. Right, so looking at the table, definitely agree with that. So then it's leaving between Morecambe and Cambridge for one stay up, one go down. I'm torn, because from a locality point of view, you want Morecambe to stay up, don't you? Because it's closer than Cambridge, so it's a better trip. But to me, Cambridge are more established league side, so I'd rather see Cambridge stay up. See, I always enjoy going Cambridge. I mean, I know it's and neither ground are particularly belting. And we always tend to get more come on a Tuesday night. It's always pissing freezing. Let me ask you this then. Let's flip that on its head. And this is for you, Johnny. If Cambridge go down, we can sign Sam Smith. But he's staying if they stay up. If Morecambe go down, we can sign Cole Stockton. We're staying if they stay up. Where your allegiances lie. Um, Cambridge can go down then for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, that mate. I mean, Stockton actually the last about four weeks has started banging them again. He scored some bounces. Shot windows opened again though, hasn't it? Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. It's the it's the Tony Dinning syndrome where I'm after a contract, I'm going to start playing again. Uh, I just I don't know. I feel like the Cole Stockton things run its run its course now. Yeah, I do. And don't get me wrong, I do think if we sign him and he comes in next season, he has got the potential to be our top goal scorer without a shadow of a doubt with 15 plus goals. But I do think he's what is he 32 ish now? What Cole Stockton? Yeah, is he? I don't he's know. He's not old, is he? I was exactly what Cole Stockton was only about 24, 25. No, he's, he's definitely. Let's have a look. I'm if looking he, now. If he's 24, 25, then yeah, I want uh, he's, he's, he's 29. Oh, 20. He's still got another three odd years then. It's... He scored five goals in his last three games. Yeah, that's what I mean. But he's playing for the contract, <laughs> isn't he now? Yeah, I suppose. To, to be fair, I'd, I'd probably want Morecambe go down more because I want Connor Ripley. Mm. Right. <laughs> that's literally where I'm at. I want Connor Ripley. But... Do you mean you want a goalkeeper that can catch? I, I want a massive shit house, is what I want. I, I want him from Burton after seeing that save last night. Oh, that was a great save, wasn't oh, it? Unbelievable. Yeah. He is 64 foot tall. This is how ill my dad was, by the way. Because I showed it. I showed him that and I was talking to him. I said, What's this? What a save this was. And I showed him and he went, Oh, uh, oh I did see that. I thought it went in. <laughs> Game finished 1 0, you pillock. <laughs> <laughs> Having already watched Burton score. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was a hell of a save. Is he, did you say he was on loan from Sheffield United, Johnny? Yes, yeah, Sheffield United is only 19, I think. There it's... seems to be a bit of an array of decent young keepers knocking about from these yeah. Premier League and Championship sides at the minute. I think was the, you've got the Bolton keeper this season. James Pompey, Pompey yeah. keeper. Yeah. You've got Nathan Bishop, who I don't think has been anywhere this year, has he? Last year he was at Mansfield. 
no, Bishop hasn't gone anywhere and he's out of contract. Oh, I'd take him. I'm so. I mean, I would, but the, uh, I'd be asking the question as to why didn't anybody have him last season? Maybe I United suppose, want I to s- keep him to assess his development. There could be that. I mean, how, is he 22? 23. 23, so, you know, if you I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, want, don't get I'd obviously take... I said I'd take the Accrington goalie, but that was before he got sent off twice in two games. But I'd probably still take him. Big Jensen. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I'd prefer their other keeper, Toby Savin, if I'm taking one. But hmm. On goalkeepers, obviously I'm up the northeast this week. And I went to see a broker yesterday. It was a Carlisle United season ticket holder. Oh, you asked him about Big Tom? I did ask him about Big Tom. I says, he's kept 20 clean sheets for you this season, hasn't he? I said, isn't that a record? He says, yeah. I says, how has he managed to do that? Because he wasn't very good when he played for us. He says, it's the defence, not the keeper. <laughs> he says, oh. he, he's rooted to his line. He can't come out and catch. And at the weekend, I don't know if any of you saw the goal, we can see at the weekend, he went straight through. So, yeah, even though he's oh, kept so we haven't changed sheets, that much, then. No, <laughs> the, he, even though he's kept 20 clean sheets, he wasn't a big fan. He uh, liked, liked Edmondson, though. Yeah, everyone likes Edmondson. He's infectious, though, isn't he? Loved Edmondson. Just said injuries have done him a little bit this year. He's signed permanently for them, hasn't he? Yes, two-year contract last year. Yeah. And love Callum Guy, because I've always liked Callum Guy, and I'd love Callum Guy at Vale. But apparently, he's just signed a new three-year contract at Carlisle. Ooh, fair. I'm all over Johnny's um, suggestion. The lad from Charlton. The centre mid, Dobbin, yeah. is it? Dobson. Oh, yeah. Dobson. oh yeah. God. Dobbin's what the centre Dobbin, so you take him as well, the one they've had yeah. on loan Everton. Yeah, he's from Trentham as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I would because uh, he ripped us an absolute new one. He is quick. But uh, yeah, there's. I mean, there's obviously there's there's loads of players we'd have, and we'd probably discuss it more in the coming weeks. I imagine. Yeah. Once we know a bit bit about um, a bit more about where people are going to be stationed in terms of league position, we'll obviously have have a bit more of an in depth conversation about it because I think that does change a little bit of the conversation, doesn't it? Yeah, well, certainly. Because I think it, if if like like Bez said with. Is two strikers. If you stay in the division, there's a chance that you keep hold of your best striker. You drop down a division, and you're almost resigned to losing him, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And before we go on to the match preview, Tom, shout out for Matt from the Supporters Club. Yes, Matt Jackson. Uh, he's been doing it for a while now. Um, he's cycling... 843 kilometres. Yeah. Uh, he's been doing it over, I think, the last month and a half or so. Uh, he's only got 169 kilometres to go. Uh, he's broken his £900 target, uh, which is incredible. Um, it's All the money raised is going towards the John Rudge statue. Um, so we would love um, for everyone to show, show Matt the support. Um, and let's see if we can just get him, get him over the grand, you know, and then, you know, every every week we'll just try and get him maybe another another 50, 100 quid up over, over his target. 
um, because it's one hell of a feat that is to cycle up 843 kilometres. I don't think I've ever cycled that far in my life, and that's since I was a kid and permanently on my bike. Um, you know, I moaned about running 10, for Christ's sake. Uh, so, yeah, if if you can if you can sponsor Matt, head over to his Twitter page. It's uh, Matt Jackson underscore 88. Or we, I think we're going to retweet it out. I'll certainly retweet it out on on my my page as well. Um, so yeah, if you can donate and help him out, please do. How many kilometres was it? Eight hundred and forty-three. Eight hundred and forty-three. With in miles, it's five hundred twenty-three point eight miles. No. Nope. To give you an idea, my drive from Stoke to Newcastle was just under two hundred miles. Got to come back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Are you yeah. going back on your bike? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, <too> fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Took about four hours driving with stops with my tiny bladdy. Bladdy? Oh, sorry. <laughs> thought you were going somewhere else then. <laughs> <laughs> no, bladdy. Bloody. And let's be honest, Tom, you didn't just struggle to run 10k. You were bed you were bedridden for two days after. I was just about to ask that. I was gonna ask how many days off work Tom and need if he cycled eight hundred K. Oh, I'd never go work again, I'll be honest. <laughs> no, I mean my arse would be oh god, you'd need some padding on them shorts, wouldn't you? Yeah, Bloody yeah. hell. And as you can tell, it's been a busy week at Vale. We're not <laughs> Yeah. I've but got a it, massive piece of cheesecake in front of me that I can't eat as well. <laughs> People keep geez, asking questions. Look at that bad boy. Oh. What flavour cheesecake is it? Belgian chocolate. Belgian oh, chocolate. You dirty bastard. Uh, what? <laughs> Cheers, mate. Oh. <laughs> Bess, calm down. <laughs> kids with it's worrying, it's worrying as well, because Bez's room's really dark, so I can't see what Bez is doing while he's making these noises. <laughs> Luke, no hands. I mean, that's a talent in itself then, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, stop being mucky now. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of blue for dads. Bit of blue. But on to the weekend. Before we get into it in depth, first, first things first, got to ask you both a question. Do you want to see a team celebrating winning the league on 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 your own turf? No. No. Is that enough motivation for the players to step up? Yeah. Should be. Those that are going, I don't think will be overly concerned. Should any of the players that are going be in the eleven? Yes. Yeah. Um. My question was going to be, and you've kind of stolen me thunder. For the integrity of the league, should we be putting out what we perceive to be our strongest eleven, or should we be blooding players for next season? Who are you to tell me who my strongest eleven is? That's what we perceive. That's what I'm saying. Let's be honest. If we go out and start, I'm just thinking Planty, which to be fair, Planty being my first eleven, but that's another story. Well, Tommy, he, play, he played against Ipswich Planty did the other week, yeah, so they can't have any qualms no. with that. Well, let's say we put Tommy in and rest Ojo or Pet, put them on the bench. 
I think most people looking at it to go, you haven't played your strongest midfielder there. Let's say we put Smithy on the bench, which I don't believe for one minute we will, and we put Big Daddy in. Yeah, then, yeah, you've probably got to question that somewhere along the line. He's played 15 minutes all season, have Would you be happy as a Vale fan to go, actually, we're looking at them to see if they are good enough for next year no. or not? Or would you go, actually, we're playing a side that is going for the title. We owe it to the integrity of the league to play what we perceive to be our strongest 11 on the day. After what Swindon and Hartlepool did, I could not give a shit about the integrity of the league. Yeah. Because... I, I would rather see us play our strongest but not but but like like Johnny said probably wouldn't cross my mind for the integrity of the league fair enough yeah I, 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 I couldn't care less about the integrity of the league because you, you saw people bitching and moaning about the Burnley starting 11 the other day when yeah. they played QPR because they rested people and stuff like that but that's that's about having a squad. Like, if you get into that stage, you you kind of you you're gonna have to say with ten games to go that your starting eleven is picked on how many people have played games, aren't you? Really, to if you truly want to protect the integrity. Mm. It's because tough, isn't some... it? if we were in Ipswich's position, we'd have a manager. But no, if we were in Ipswich's position we would want whoever were playing Plymouth to go out and put their best performance in the strongest 11. We're not in their position. So, half of me says, not our problem, mate. But on the flip side, then, I, I get what you're saying. But you, you, look at, you look at it from the other way, surely Ipswich are hoping that whoever they're playing are on the beach and can't be fucked. So you can't have it both ways. You can't no, want performance in and then, like, I think... Yeah, they'll be hoping that, but let's be honest. Again, Plymouth will be hoping whoever play it, switch, go out and put in yeah. their best performance. And then if Plymouth end up drawing with us or losing, they could still win the title. And, yeah, I get what you're saying. We weren't moaning the other week when probably nine Bristol Rovers players were on the beach. Well, six, six, six of them were on the bench. And then nine that were on that were put that were playing decided they couldn't be ours. So yeah, yeah. We, like we were I, fine with that. What about if you know because you've just said there about the integrity? It, what about when it's all well and good Ipswich moaning if we do that? But what about we're in we were in a relegation scrap and we we still don't know if on that Tuesday night at Ipswich that was our best eleven available. Or if we rested players for the Bristol Rovers game on the Saturday. Yeah. Because we, I think we made five changes from the Ipswich game. Yeah, we put a winger centre mid. Yeah, but then we also made five changes before the Bristol Rovers game on the Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. then you can't argue about anything then if, we're, if we've done exactly the same at their place. You can't. I don't think you can go on integrity for that because it's it's not just about the team who are going to win the league. Yeah, the, nobody the nobody to... rolls over and just lets teams win. Did Exeter no. last weekend a tip switch when the Ipswich put six past them? Did he? Fuck it. Was just by chance. Ipswich have put fucking twenty six goals past everyone in the last month and a half, haven't they? And not conceded also. one against us. Yeah. 
they've conceded. I think they've conceded two goals in the last fifteen. Yeah, one I, of them against us, and one of them was in the game that they dropped points, and that was, I think that was Cheltenham when they drew one all. Everyone else they scored. They've scored two or more goals past. I was going to say, and they've won. I do won six nil twice, five nil, and four nil. Yeah, in in the past five, in past six games. So it's not like it's not like Exeter got a twatting because they put a weak side out. They got a twatting because they played the by far one of the best teams in the division. Yeah, I think I think there was a little bit of both. No, but I'm not. That, that was the week, wasn't that the week before when they played Chef Wednesday when there was when they, when Exeter fans took a flag. So, but that's that, that's fans. That's fans' perspective. Like, yeah, it is. I believe the eleven players that go out on the pitch will want to do the best. No players going to go out and go. Well, we're going to roll over, are they? Some yeah, players I, might go out thinking, "I don't want to get injured before my holiday to Dubai." Yeah, but, I just, I just. Well, if that if that's the case, we're paying we're paying someone far too much if they're going on holiday to Dubai. With our all of fun this year, they'd be lucky for the Blackpool weekend. Didn't Petty and Connor all both go to Dubai last summer? No, yeah, Colin. They got promotion last last summer, so they deserved a good holiday. <laughs> so you're expecting them to go real this year, then? <laughs> <laughs> if you nearly get relegated, you've got a shit, to, a shit yeah, trip. Don't, don't be floating your Dubai holidays. To, to, to <laughs> you've nearly dropped out of the league, you bunch of shit houses. Yeah. I, I I want to see a caravan holiday at Butlins. Yeah. You can go real, and if you're the contender for player of the year, you can upgrade to Landud. No, that's it. Don't Tell want anything what, else. I enjoy a caravan holiday in real as well. <laughs> well yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I love a caravan that, holiday. That says everything about your performance at work, Tom. But I, I, but I do enjoy a trip to Bahrain as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, some days you put... I put it in, some days yeah. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, when you when you know you're going Bahrain for for, for two weeks, you you, you put it you oh, wait yeah. Friday, don't you? Yeah, wait with it. Oh, I'll even go in on a Monday morning now. Yeah, not go to the boozers on a Sunday. But yeah, the last the last thing I want in this weekend is seeing some twat hanging off the crossbar, celebrating that they've won the title. Well, I was going to say this, but and and um, I was if if they come to our place. And obviously, they're obviously a good side. They've got 95 points. There is every possibility they come to our place on Sunday and they completely blow us out the water. doesn't matter. We don't particularly play badly. Remember when they came and they won 5-1 yes. years yeah. ago? And yes. they just... It wasn't that we particularly played horribly wrong. They just completely battered us. And I... And if that happens, and the inevitable pitch invasion happens, can we just not turn it into a scrap? Can we just kind of, very similar to how it went towards the end against Exeter last year when there was both sets of fans on, can we just kind of, yeah, well done, you've won the title, sound. You've blown us out of the water. I don't want it fucking everyone scrapping on the pitch. I'll be honest. I think I think if if they blow us away, I don't think there'll be enough people left for the be a scrap on the pitch. Good. So, I do, I, I do agree with you though because I love a pitch invasion. I don't <laughs> get the run towards the opposition. Yeah. Fans' business, like I I, I well you, you you saw my picture on the back of the Sentinel again. 
last year when when I was giving Smithy a big kiss. That's all I'm bothered about. Go go fa- go go find the man, and t- tell him, tell him how much I love him. I didn't care about the opposition players. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's 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 what I want more than anything. I just we have a tendency to end up in a scrap, and it fucking does me tits in. Um, and I've, I've heard Johnny Smithy stayed because in two years' time he wants another kiss off you when we're going up to the championship. Yeah, if if he does that, he can have more than a kiss. <laughs> can he have a little tip as well? He can have a cuddle. Stop it. <laughs> Disgusting animal. Lucky again. Tell you're away on your own this week. Smut coming out of your mouth. One of the time, I won't be able to make no difference, really, does it? No, but you've got, you've got your computer and your TV. Oh, yeah. Jonathan. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> Talk me through <laughs> your teams. <laughs> yes. um, Number one, Babe Station. Number two. <laughs> Um, got me number seven. <laughs> Talking about that, give Andy PVFC a call. <laughs> but there you go, Andy. You can have that one for free as well. It's an own preview. Yeah, have that one for free. And talking about sponsors, Tom on the coach on the way to Charlton last week. We arranged a games night that we're going to plan for the close season in Johnny's bar. We did. I mean, Five I didn't really arrange it. I, I it was more you and Gadget. Yeah. Um, but yes, I agreed to. I will come and try and learn how to play fives and threes. I can't promise that I'll come yeah. l- sit down at the table, say I don't know what I'm doing here, and just drink copious amounts of drink. But I will still be there all night. I just Yeah, we're going to plan a Friday night, close season in Johnny's. We'll give you all a few weeks' notice, get yourselves down. I've spoke to Johnny, says we can have upstairs, so that'll be the Ale and Vale room. You'll just have to go downstairs fetch your pints. Yeah, well, you, you'll do that, won't you? No, I'll be sat down yeah. at the table playing fives and threes. Well, <laughs> it'd be good we'll to have a little ale and veil night out, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. we've we've got one in a couple of weeks, Tom. That you're really looking forward to at Paralysis Escape Room. Oh, I mean, this isn't going to be fun at all. I'm not looking forward to this. So, you for anyone who doesn't know, it's oh, a it's a it's a horror it's a horror escape room, and I don't deal very well with horror. I am the jumpiest person in the world, so <laughs> it's going to be an absolute shit show on my behalf. Yeah, and don't worry, Tom, you've not just told over a thousand people you're the jumpiest person in the world who are now going to be trying to catch it out every yeah. opportunity I mean, they get. Honestly, honestly, I'll, be, I'll, I'll become one of them. You know the lad who's the internet sensation when he makes some jumpy whips his head back? I ain't be like him. I, I just, <laughs> I just, honestly, I, I get so <laughs> nervous. He gave me like Declan Rice when they woke him up on that yeah. video. <laughs> yeah, I just look. Lo- I look so lost. I'm getting. I'm getting clammy hands now thinking about it. <laughs> have, you, yeah, so, have you seen that American Husband and Wife where where the bloke does it to his missus all the time and she makes really weird screaming noises? <laughs> no, I haven't no, seen that one too. Yeah, well, that's that's a TikTok sensation that they, they've made thousands out of that. Tom, oh, so God. It. So. Callum, thanks for organising it. If you can get some cameras set up so we can catch some of the reactions, that'd be great. Yeah. Yes, because we can get them out. We'll get them out. Yeah. I will. I will happily 
happily do it if I get to watch footage back of me shitting myself. That <laughs> that will be quite comical. And I think my dad would love to see it. Yeah. That would make him feel better. Yeah. But yeah, well, yeah anyway. Back to start 11. Bears <laughs> digresses. Um, Starting 11. Stone and goal. Yeah. Was it right wing back? Yeah. Smudge, Forrester and Donnelly at the back. Yeah. Benning, left wing back. Midfield, I'm going... I'm going to assume Conlon's not back. Against you, who's not back? Uh, Garrity. Okay. I didn't say Conlon, I meant Garrity. Yeah, I was, I, that's why I asked. I was like, I didn't think he'd gone away. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going Pet, Ojo. I'm then going to change it a little bit, which I don't think... Crosby will. So I'm going Butterworth in behind. So he's playing the floating role. Alice, because he said Alice has got a chance. No, he didn't. He said Alice is out till next season. Yeah, he said Alice is out till pre-season. Willow's got a chance. So it's going to have to be Willow. Who's going to play with Willow? Matthew Taylor. No, I don't think Proctor's going to play from what he put on Instagram this week. I'm going to say so he's been on holiday, don't he? Oh, I haven't he... seen any holiday. I, I no, don't... I haven't seen holiday. He was, in, he was in the Lake District the other day. Oh, right. And for those that are wondering what he put on Instagram, because, again, we're not very good at explaining it, he put about at the end of the season, knowing that you're going to be leaving your mates, etc. Summers along them lines, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was a little more heartfelt and sentimental, but, yeah, along them lines. I didn't want to bring another tear to the listeners' eyes. <laughs> Done, done enough of that tonight. <laughs> this time's just chucking some cheesecake. Yeah, so I'm going Taylor because it'll be the last time we see him, and Willow to celebrate his new contract. Well, are they, are they going to announce that? Probably not, and he probably hasn't signed one. I'm, I haven't heard he has, so don't think that's me starting rumours. Not that like is, when I saw Gareth Ainsworth and Isle Note Cakes. Oh, is he in Isle Note Cakes this time round? Yeah. There we go. Here we go. And he went the There's co-op. There's the rumours. And he's got <laughs> a jacket on with a veil badge with GA on. Talking about jackets, Kenny Jacket was a mogul's. Was he? He, he wasn't in the same night as Ron Atkinson, was he? <laughs> Big Ron. <laughs> Big Ron. <laughs> Kenny Jacket's got a job somewhere at least. Oh Christ! <laughs> oh, go on. Yeah. What are you two go for your right. now? I've had I'm, enough. I'm going. I'm going Stevens. Stevens. Yeah. Okay. S- Stevens was a right wing back. Sammy Robinson, right centre back. Nathan Smith, Will Forrester, Mal Benning, Pet, Ojo, and Politic in behind, Willow and Taylor up front. Can I ask why Stevens? You can ask. I, I don't know. I just top of my head. I just thought maybe you might just give him the last game. Fair enough. I'll be honest, I'd rather put Ruben in than him. I was going to say, we, we, we know we're throwing it then. The integrity of the league can be questioned. 
Say so Japan last man denies him the title. Oh, that'd be lovely, but even better now I've called it, wouldn't it? And not had a bet. Fair. Yeah, I can't I, I can't see that eleven thoughting Tom. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. <laughs> um, well, you never know. Actually, can I change my eleven? Of course you can, it's your eleven. If you I'll go, go Stevens and Sammy Dawson. <laughs> no, I'm not going that. I'm going leave Butterworth on the bench. I'm going to play Planty in that free roll behind the front two. Planty, that was who I was missing. Yeah, yeah I, I could see that. I wouldn't be against that. I think he's he's done enough. But Yeah, and I'll give Tommy the last 20 minutes unless we're getting tonked because that's going to do nothing for him. Mm, I don't think yeah, okay. Fair, fair one. Um, for me, I, I I think I'd go Stone, Forrester, Smith, Donnelly, Wazza, Planty as wing-backs. Um, pick and choose which side, I don't mind. Um, and then I think Conlon, Ojo, and Pet in centre mid with Willow and Taylor up top. That's, that, that's where I'd be at. Fair. Yeah. Cool predictions. Uh, 1 0 Vale win. James Bond. I can see Plymouth scoring five. All right, Mr. Negative. I've just got flashbacks to that five from the other. Last time they come to us on the last day of the season, and Frio scored that trick. Yeah, I was going to say that David Frio and the other and the other body a brilliant player. I can't remember his name now. They've got one or two decent players now, to be fair. But we beat them at their place. We did, but they're still getting promoted, so they've got some decent players. Yeah, but it's the, it's the last it's the last chance of us doing our only double of the season. Yeah, it would be typical. They'll go and beat them. Really would. And I do think Crosby will have the lads right up for it. He's not going let them be on the beach. Right, I'm just sorry. Coming scoring five. Just because the last time they come in on the last day of the season scored five. That is the only rationale I've got. So I'm going five nil Plymouth. We scored last time. Yeah, I can't yeah. see scoring this time. I'm gonna go three one Plymouth. <laughs> or scoring first. Yeah, and after we've lost 5-0, for those so inclined, don't forget to stay at the end and clap the players as they do the lap of honour. Um, sorry. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, the aim of this season was survival, and we've achieved that. Yeah. Just. Just, but we've achieved it. But we've done it, we've done it, so, you know, like right, we said... It. Which means that Tim Pot Club down the road in Staffordshire can try and force a rivalry again next season. I know, yeah. We've still finished above you. There you go, look at them already trying to force a rivalry. Oh, look at us. Oh, we finished care, above do you. We? Don't care, do we? No. Don't care. What tro- what trophy do you win for that? They'll, they'll, they'll be competing for the Bass Charity Vars in the summer. Oh. <laughs> Most expensive uh, value trophy, that is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm just having a look last time we lost 5-1 to these. 
2004, 2005, I think. Yeah, it was Marino. Keith was the other one I was after. Uh, David Frio, yeah. Yeah, D- David Frio. Didn't they have Fallon up front? Rory Fallon, hadn't they signed him from Swindon that season? Yeah. No, I think. Rory Fallon wasn't there then. Did Nathan Lowndes playing for him? Why would he have? Yeah. The ginger yeah, ninja. Because uh, we only lost two own games that season. We conceded five on both occasions. Yeah, had Hartlepool with the other way. Daniel Clark yeah. scored. And it, it snowed like fucking the second half. Yeah. I blame the fact that Dean Delaney was in goal. Oh, there's a lot there's a lot of blame for that. But, you know, two defeats at home all season is not to be sniffed at. No, we yeah. took that this season. <laughs> yeah. But time of your first goal scorer brought to you by avtiming.com. Get yourselves over there. Have a look what races he's got. Tom might be able to do 100 metres or something without his knee getting. We'll see. But get yourselves over there and have a look. Johnny, time of the first goal scorer? 64 minutes. Oh. And who's your game be? Who's your game be? Planty 1-0. I've told you this. <laughs> I say Planty. I couldn't remember. I, I said Plant 1-0 earlier. I was a bit confused then. I heard you say 1-0, isn't it? You say Plant. Oddersfield uh, are beating Sheffield 1-0 with seven minutes left, which means the three relegated teams has now confirmed from the championship. So as we already know, Wigan and Blackpool were down, so we'll have trips there next season. Reading will be the final side relegated. Oh, so that's been Majeski. I've I was just going to say I've never been there, so that's a new ground for next season. Mm. And you look at them three coming down, Wigan are in financial turmoil, as they always are. So you wouldn't expect them to be a major force unless something happens in the summer. Reading are in financial turmoil. So they potentially could collapse. Blackpool or Blackpool. Mm. My goal scorer, by the way, is... <laughs> um, Mal Benny. 28, 28 minutes. So we're going 1-0 up, are we? Yeah, and then lose 3-1. My goal scorer is, if it's your 11, Tom, Jack Stevens, <laughs> chucking one in his own net. If it's not, I'm going Niall Ennis. He's on a bit of a run at the moment for that. Fair enough. So, you, you, you're you very much um, enthralled by this. Then I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be... I'll be glad to see the back of the season, I'll be honest. After obviously first half season was fantastic, and we'll we'll talk about that when the season's over. Some of the great memories, Derby away, obviously for you two, Plymouth away, and me watching on tally Plymouth away, and you know the Ipswich at home performance. Although we lost great performance, and you know first half of the season there were some real good memories. Second half of the season, it's been one piece of shit after another. Yeah, you can say that again, but. Second half of the season has been one piece of shit after another. Yeah. <laughs> <Again>. Fucking hell. <laughs> you can tell yeah. we're 46 games in, we're struggling for content at the minute <laughs> <laughs> because there's, there's nothing coming out of the club and there's nothing coming from us. <laughs> we are not an award winning podcast for nothing. We need a recharge. <laughs> Tell you something. The one thing I will say is, whoever the next manager is, I hope I hope that we get some content come out of them. Yes. Oh, I'm sure we will. Some of, some of these previews have been painful, especially, <laughs> yeah. especially when we we find out 
obviously on on the Friday, then. So. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so, positivity all round. Then you two, you two think we're gonna get pummeled, and yeah. um, I'm going for a horrible one 0 win and an Ipswich title. So. I'm just gonna enjoy my bank holiday Sunday. That's all I'm gonna do. You're gonna enjoy your Sunday. What are you doing for the coronation, Tom? Gardening. Gardening. Yeah. You're not going to pub all Saturday. No, I'm not. No, no, huh? I'm gardening Saturday. Because oh. obviously it's quite an early start Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, it's an eight a.m. Weatherspoons. So. Yeah, twelve o'clock kickoff for those that don't realise. Well, yeah, there we go then. So, quick one. You were tagged any bears beer? The 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 Aldi selling some decent beer. Have you? You you had anything to sample this week? No, I'm on the road, aren't I? So I'm driving all the time, and so I haven't. What did I have last weekend? Because I went out last weekend. Okay, oh, yeah. We away, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, they got the Pale Atlantic on. Atlantic Pale in the pub. That was quite nice. Enjoyed that. So I'll go for that as my beer of the week. It's the only one I've had. I had more than Fair one of them, but it's the only one I had. Tom, what are you looking forward to from your Weatherspoons 8 a.m.? Oh Christ! It's I mean eight a.m.s. It's a Guinness all over. I kind of go. Uh, I kind of go straight in on lager there at that time. Um, yeah, just I'm, I'm a Guinness. Maybe well, no, I'll be up before and have a bit of breakfast, and then uh, yeah, a little wander into town. Oh, there we go. Then. So happy days for Sunday. Um, I know. I tell you something. If if you if you fancy something different, Tom, go on. The um, post office in Burslem, not yes. the post office vaults, the other one. No, yeah. um, they're doing breakfast from nine a.m. on Sunday. Nine a.m. So, I'll be three. I'll be three guineas in by then. I won't want breakfast. You won't want breakfast by nine a.m. To be fair, uh, the, I know the veil are opening upstairs up at half past nine. I think on Sunday, so. And then my dad won't be going, so I haven't got a lift, so I'll have to just get a taxi as and when I can. Hmm. Well, there we go, then. Yeah, we, we go. We build. We go again. So, one, 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 more, um, one more review left. It won't surprise anyone that we're doing it Sunday, and Tom won't be honest after what he's just told you he's having for breakfast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that's no surprise to anyone. Uh, but... Let's hope it's let's let's hope we don't see them celebrating a title on our pitch. They're going to be in a party mood anyway. There's going to be a shitload of them, but importantly, let us enjoy our day. Try and forget the season a little bit and end on a high. So, have an ale and up the veil. So it's full time from the pod, and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking at who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, automate delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.